All right, what up, what up, what up? We want to welcome you here to the LED Project, our podcast number 17. 17. Lucky number 17 in the year of 17 on the 21st day as we sit here today with Ben Scott. Good morning. And with the birthday boy, Kyle Krieger. Good morning. So we'll take this time to formally say happy birthday to you, Kyle, even though we said it earlier, but for all our listeners... So we can know that they're recording this podcast on Kyle's birthday, which is kind of sweet. So, um, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. How's it feel to be old as Black Pepper? Uh, Feels really good. Uh, 33 has been really great for the uh, uh, 10 plus hours that I've been 33. It's been been really good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. um, Ben, good to have you back here, sir. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been fun. Been away for a minute. Sorry, I'm deleting emails. I need to be focused right now. I've uh, been away for a minute doing some training, fire academy and uh, Marine Corps and whatnot. So it's good to be back. Heard y'all had some good sessions while I was away. So yeah, awesome. It's been fun. It's been fun. Um, so we're gonna jump right into clear the air. Um, so we'll start this time with uh, with Ben. cheating themselves by not growing themselves professionally, not looking at what they're doing and how they can make themselves better. And it's kind of frustrating when you're in a room full of, um, you know, we did a a survey of how many years of experience teachers had that were in the room. And it was like over 3,000 years of combined experience amongst teachers. And there was still that sense of dead silence when topics were brought up or there was still... Uh, roundabout conversations being had when there could have been some deep meaning taking place. And it just kind of made me think about the fact that, you know, I'm glad that I take my my profession and my craft so seriously that I don't want to play games with people's existence and and their lives. And I understand that we have the power to change lives. And it's it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, and it's, like I say, it's kind of frustrating when you get in a room like that and people are not taking it as serious. But at the same time, you understand that it's part of, you know, not everyone's going to get there. You know, as E.T. says all the time, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So that's kind of how I look at it. So we'll start. We'll go here to the birthday boy. Oh, man. Uh, it's uh, it's a Friday. It's July 21st. We're recording. So this is going to come out uh, Wednesday of next week. And that, by that time, I'll be 
a full-time Wisconsin resident again, uh, came back uh, a little less than a week ago and thought it would take me a few weeks to sell my stuff, but I've sold it all in less than a week and got everything packed up and am getting ready to, to head back and get started on the new teaching job and, and get myself settled um, in in that new adventure up there in Wisconsin. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I got offered a 7th grade football coaching position and a ninth grade basketball coaching position. So it really, really is shaped up to be a dream job for me and, and a great opportunity, you know, with, with two nephews under two to really, uh, be a bigger part of my family, but I'm going to miss these guys especially and, and, and miss the life I built here, but it's gonna, it's for the greater good. I, I feel like it's the path that I'm supposed to be on and I'm, I'm excited for the change. Awesome. 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 Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into our WeConnect cards. Um, <clears throat> big shout out again, as always, to the guys at We and Me. Um, we connect with Chad and Will. Big shout out to you guys. I see you guys doing big things. I'm excited for you guys as you all celebrate um, on your, I believe it's your second anniversary. Um, your, I can just say the cards have impacted our lives greatly. And yeah. And we look forward to the collaborations in the future. Um, so, um, Kyle, what's the card? What's the question? The card is, what is your favorite topic of conversation? And so Ben doesn't get mad, I will I will start out <laughs> myself. Um, I, I really, uh, growth, personal development um, are really my favorite topics of conversation to be around people that are are growing and are learning, but I've really learned over the last few months and last few years that I really enjoy, especially that kind of conversation with someone who's willing to be open and vulnerable about um, not just the good parts, but the bad parts. Cause I've, I feel like the personal development aspect, if you're not willing to embrace the bad and, and the hurt and the pain that you have, you're, you're never going to grow out of it. So um, personal development growth, uh, but especially with a group of people who are willing to, to share openly. I think that's um, that's what I love talking about most. So, Law, to you. Um, I guess my kind of piggyback on you, I'm, growth, personal development is probably paramount. Uh, education, uh, and not the bureaucratic uh, education, but authentic lifelong learners, people who, may not be teachers themselves, but understand the mechanism of education and how, how it can be useful and helpful. Um, then I have to say sports. Um, I mean, I'm on a chat every time there's a game on with about 12 or 13 of my buddies, and we're going back and forth about everything from the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather fight to uh, Zeke's issues down in Dallas. So, you know, um, it's just, you know, that those are things that are kind of, if I could not talk about anything else for the rest of my life and have to only choose three, education, growth, and um, sports. Nice. Very well said. <laughs> Very well said. Um, I think I'm just going to say uh, what, what Kyle and Law said. No, um, I'm going to pick two. Even though I know I said one, I'm going to pick two. I'm going to say life challenges and anything relating to humor. Uh <laughs> And I'll elaborate on that because part of me just wants to kind of put the period on the statement right there and letter it back to law. 
But I'll, I'll elaborate. So life challenges, uh, one of the things, and sometimes I'm better at it and sometimes I'm not. You don't always have an answer for someone, but I like being able to just be there for someone if they need to get some, some weight off their chest. Um, sometimes you can help them because you've been through what they have been. Sometimes you can't, but the fact that someone trusts you with that information, whether it be super sensitive or not, um, I, I appreciate that. And uh, there's a just a general good feeling that comes out of it when when you can be there for somebody. And then humor, because as as Kyle, especially uh, him, you know, and I living in the same residence for the past few months, he can attest to this: is that somehow I usually tie challenging items in life with humor, um, meaning that I'll probably will usually cap. Uh, what could be a tragic story off with uh, something humorous to lighten the mood, um, not making light or making fun of you know life's hard times exactly, but actually finding a way to find uh, some some hope and some humor and some light in the darkness at times. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna tell a quick story off, off of that, you know, because I, I talked on the podcast you know recently that I had met a really nice girl and, and that was part of the reason why I was I was moving up. Um, when I got up there, it, it just worked out that now's not the right time for us. We're both just going through a lot of changes and we both have a lot of things we need to work through individually. So um, we're, we're broken up, separated, whatever you want to say right now. And, and I came back and it, it was a long couple of days because it was really hard because she's such a special person. Um, and I, I was just at that point of kind of no return where the, the emotion was just of any kind was was not there. And, and Ben was really brought a lot of levity to the situation over the last week. And, and more and more, I'm kind of getting back to my, my normal self. But on the same token, too, he was really, you know, a supportive friend. And I've had so many supportive friends who have, you know, given me good advice, but then also, you know, made, made light of the situation. So, um, you know, I don't know exactly how uh that's going to turn out but i do appreciate having friends like like ben and law who not only give me good advice but also um you know can bring light to the situation and help you realize because you know like he talks about in those dark situations a lot of times when we keep them in our own head they're a lot darker than they actually are and there's there's a lot of a lot of good that can come from those dark situations oh yeah we learn the most from our Tragic situations in life, whether they be huge or small. So, but as you said, the ability to laugh through some of the things that we go through and kind of smile makes things everything all the better. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't battle with, you know, some people deal with stuff and they're always so serious, and it's like laugh a little bit, smile yeah. a little bit. One of my good friends back in Austin used to always say, "Man, if you're not having fun with this, you shouldn't be doing it." And I think the fact that we're living a life that I would say probably 95% of the world is envious of. I mean, no matter what hardships we're going through, we, we have to find the humor and oh, yeah. find find that spot to where you can you can crack somebody up, make somebody laugh. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you know, and, and that was the thing. I felt bad because the night I came back, Ben was really, really going hard with the jokes. And I just was like... 
not in a position where I was you, in a place that I could have. You left a couple times, and left. that was all I needed to know that you still were like intact. He yeah. was in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to have to reach in and grab the funny out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, we all know what you. Know, we, we mean, we we're there with you. You know, yeah. I think I shared with you that that I don't. We don't even have to discuss it because I just feel it. You you exude what you're feeling so much. That, that when you come around, for people who are connected to you, you don't even have to say it. It's, it's, it's felt. And at the same token, it's like, I feel it, but it's like, I know I got to divert you some kind of way to yeah. keep you from going further down the rabbit hole. It's yeah. like, no. I love those conversations, but like, like you said, I'm not going to let you just dig a hole deeper and crawl <laughs> in there on your own. No, I'm just going to curl up in my shawl and sip on tea and, and have, a, have a cry. No, I'm like... No, that's not gonna happen. We're gonna go do something. We're gonna go out in the sun, not not become cave people. Yeah, not let you become get, the mole man inside of yeah, the house. Yeah, get you know. And we we did a lot of fitnessing, and you know, we we went to the shooting range, and we we got back into the normal stuff uh, that we had been doing. But you know, the topic of today's podcast is change, and that's really kind of this situation with me. Uh, more than than the move I feel like has really taught me a lot about change because um, I had just gotten so set in what I thought was going to happen and how I thought the move was going to go and how I thought my relationship was going to develop. And when it didn't develop the way I thought it would, for a while I was really down about it because I had been so set on that. But now I really realize that it's opened me up and uh, her up both to individual possibilities, but also, you know, to to the growth that we can make as two people. And just really to be open to the change as it comes. Because, you know, when you get so set, and this is kind of the place I was at, I was so set in what I thought was going to happen that I didn't necessarily see the, the positive outcomes or the chances or the opportunities mm-hmm. that are that are coming. And when you're open to change, that's when, you know, the magic happens and, and things that you couldn't have foreseen happen. Mm-hmm. You get hit with a test. That that's when you know your capacity to to roll with the punches, right? You you have a plan, you're set, there is no backup plan. Now everything gets thrown off the tracks. How do you bounce back from that? Does it make you stronger? Yes, but in that moment, it is a test. You're not thinking about gaining mental or physical strength or emotional, spiritual, whatever the case may be. You're finding out what you're capable of handling, whether it be something like a relationship, somebody passing away, you know, a physical challenge you're trying to conquer. You you do grow in time as you conquer those challenges. But in the moment, you can't see anything beyond the test. And it lets you see what you're capable of handling. Yeah, right. Right. And, and I know that I'm capable of handling the situation. And, and um, you know, not, not to brag too much on her, but I mean, she's such a fantastic person. And there's, it's nothing that either one of us really did. It's just the situation right now is not right for us, you know, to be together. But... I accept the challenge and, and, and I really feel like no matter what happens between her and I, we both are going to be better because of it. And I think that's the point I had to get to 
or I was lucky that I got to was realizing that no matter what, and, and this is something you talk to me a lot about, um, and this is your kind of core, one of your core tenets is the person with the most experience wins. And this is just another experience point. It's another learning uh, learning opportunity and a chance to really challenge myself to, to say, can I, you know, re, you know, in terms of relationship, can I respect the boundaries that we've set? Hmm. You know, we, we, we still are maintaining a good friendship, but there are certain boundaries that we have. Can I, can I respect her? Can I respect myself enough to, to live within those boundaries? Do I trust myself enough to know that I'm, I'm a person who's, you know, worthy enough to be in that type of relationship and I deserve that relationship. And also do I believe enough that there's good coming to me that I won't get into a scarcity mindset? Like I, I feel like initially when it started, I, I got into that scarcity mindset of thinking, Oh my God, this is maybe the only relationship opportunity that's ever going to come to me. And it's not because there's either going to be another relationship opportunity with her or there's going to be other relationship opportunities with other people and I think that's where I really have gotten to, to where, you know, I think embracing change is about abundance to where you understand that losing something means that something else better is coming or there's other things out there. And, you know, when you believe in abundance, there are always, there are always opportunities that come from the changes and the challenges. I, I, I believe that 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, I just, change to me, it's probably, a lot of people ask me, how do you deal with change? How, how do you navigate change? And I think the first thing that I always tell people is that you have to realize that change is inevitable. That the one constant that we all deal with, I don't care what your socioeconomic status is, what your gender is, what your uh, races, what's your ethnicity, everybody's going to experience change. We've been experiencing change our entire life. We came from an embryo to a baby. You know, came from two cells, two single cells to one multi-cell uh, organism and grew from that. So everything about us has been evolving and changing our entire life and we're changing and evolving every single day. And so I think that if we embrace that in the natural, when we face and deal with things situationally, it's not so traumatic and it's not so trying because we realize that's just par for the course, so to speak. You know, that's just what you have to deal with when you're dealing with life. You're going to deal with change. You're going to deal with influx and your ability to see it for what it is. You know, it's not what you go through. It's how you see it and how you see yourself within it. And I think that the better we get at accepting who we are, the better we can accept what we go through. And, and accept the changes that come with us in life, and like I said, I think that's the that's ultimately what what it boils down to, in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, and I I really in in my situation, and and it's not just this situation, but a lot of situations when change comes, you have that that question in your mind of, am I changing to something that is not as good as what I had? Mm-hmm. You know, and with with the change from you know, when I moved eight years ago, I didn't know anyone. I, I moved to Houston because I wanted to teach. That was the priority. You know, and now eight years later, I'm moving back to Wisconsin 
you know, to make family, you know, to make family a bigger priority. And I'm still teaching and I'm still doing those things. Um, but I have to really look at it. It's, it's a lot safer move. You know, I have top cover there. I have family and friends that are close and it, it wasn't, it isn't like when I moved the last time. And for some reason, this one seems harder. And I think after eight years of experiences and relationships and all those things, it's, it's hard to leave those things behind. But I think with change, and like you said, with learning, every time we change, we take the things that make us better with us. So it's not like I'm leaving everything in Houston behind. There are so many great things that I'm taking with me and there are relationships that I will maintain. Um, but when that change, it just opens up another avenue and opportunity for growth into a different um, into a different place because a lot of people on the surface would say, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot easier making the move back to Wisconsin, but there's a lot of things that are going to be challenging for me to reacclimate to the way life works up there. Mm-hmm. And, not and, locking your door. <laughs> you know, not, not, not locking your door or just, yeah, just having yeah. that and being, I mean, it's going to be challenging for me to go from, you know, suburban, low income, you know, students who have a lot of challenges to middle class, rural, primarily white students in Wisconsin who don't face nearly the same trials that that is. And and most people would say, well, that's a good thing. You're going to a better situation, but, but a better situation is relative. It's, it's not that it's good or bad, but it's going to be challenging to have that different dynamic and you know it's going to be challenging to balance you know to balance family and responsibility like it's great to go back to family but how do I have that balance of keeping my own time and and living my own life but still prioritizing family and doing those things so it's not it's not that the opportunity in Wisconsin is good or bad in itself it's just it's the right opportunity and the right change for me right now. Right, and I think, go ahead, yeah. No, go ahead. I was just thinking while you were talking is that, you know, you said change is relative. Like the the good or bad of the situation is relative. And I think that when you look at it from the standpoint of just because the situation is different doesn't mean that it's any less challenging. You know, the challenges that, that those students face are totally different, but that doesn't mean that they don't face challenges. The thing about human nature is that there are certain developmental stages that we all go through. And even though the situation in your environment may be different when you're experiencing those things, you still experience those things. You know, you may not have the kid who doesn't know where, you know, what they're going to eat when they get home, but you'll have a kid who gets home and immediately has to go to work on the farm or immediately have to go to work and he works up until it's time to go to sleep and doesn't get the homework done. So it's the same type of situation but different circumstances. So, well, and I love what you said about you know social and emotional. Those you know an eighth grade kid is still going through the through those same changes and those same fears and you know relationships and dating and expectations and you know they still have the same social media world where everything is out there all the time and so it's it's just a different set of challenges and a different set of circumstances. And to be honest, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what I think is it's going to be like is not even close. And I think 
even knowing that and being able, being able to admit that makes me open to whatever the change calls for. Because I could go up there with a plan, like I did you know, when I was moving, I had a plan, and obviously that plan did not turn out the way that I anticipated it would. But I've, you know, even with that, I never regret the decision I made. It's still the right decision. Um, and I was especially happy when, you know, this this group of guys I got here still, you know, supported me and said, it's still the right decision. We still believe in it. Um, having this happen has put me in a position where I'm open to whatever the teaching job asked me for. I'm open to whatever the family responsibilities asked me for. And I'm not sitting there and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is my schedule. This is how everything is going to work. I'm going to just go there and I'm going to take it one day at a time and say this, what can I do today to be the best teacher, to be the best coach, to be the best uncle, to be the best friend that I can do. And just every day, just say, did I, did I do those things? And you know, what am I doing to be the best operations director for our nonprofit? You know, and, and you, um, I sent you something this morning from a guy named Inky Johnson, who's a motivational speaker. And it, it just said that, you know, the best teaching you can do is with your example. So, so that's where I'm at, but I'm, I really, and as I talk through it, you know, the more open I am to change and I, and I keep, harping on this relationship thing I'm open to whatever that relationship calls for because the truth is I have no idea in heaven how it's going to turn out I have hope I, I know what I would like for it to have happen but I have to honestly say and be okay with the fact that I don't know and that's a good thing yeah I mean, it's good not to know. I mean, I know we want those assurities of life. We do. We, we want those things that we say, yes. But it's not really until we get to that uncomfortable place where we don't know that we really start to look for ways to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you, mm-hmm. you're, you're driven. You know, my pastor always says the need dictates the priority. You know, you never know what you're going to really need until it becomes right there evident to you. And, I mean, like I say, I I told you from day one, I think that the universe spoke, and I'm I'm just glad that you you were still enough in yourself to listen, that despite of all the noise going on around it, that you're still listening to the universe, because, again, if it gives it to you, take it. We always quote, you know, that once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen, so, you know, that conspiracy is, is, is in play right now. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just thinking back to what you said, you know, there's a lot of it with my situation that I want to reach for certainty. I want to I wanna have that, like, okay, I know this is going to work out down the road or I know whatever, but to me, certainty and scarcity go, go hand in hand. Like, if you try to reach for certainty, that means you're, you're, you're in a scarcity mindset to where you don't think there are other options other than this one that you have, and you need to be certain of it. Well, think about it. You you set that in place already because you left your job as a classroom teacher, which people would probably say that's the dumbest thing on the planet. You're in a comfortable place, in a good place, yet good people around you, and you were like, yeah, no, nah, that's not just for me. So, I mean, you had already practiced that. You know, you practiced that, sac- that sense of self-sacrifice because, and again, 
going back, what did I tell you after I saw you back in the classroom? I said, it's amazing that you needed to take a year off from the classroom to realize what you needed in the classroom. And sometimes that removal is necessary, you know. As they say, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know, your absence from teaching in the classroom setting. Because you still taught. You taught me. You know, you taught others. But that absence from the teaching in the classroom made you grow fonder for those connections that you can make and some of those misconnections that you missed while you were in there. So, I mean, I think it's, yeah. it, it really, it shows that you knew exactly what you were doing then because then prepared you for now. If that makes any sense. Ben, you've been kind of quiet. No, I've been jotting down a couple of notes and thinking. <laughs> Y'all had said a couple of things about comfort and consistency. We have talked about complacency as far as changes in your life and things like that. And I think, uh, so, while I was just talking about you, you made a change. You made it a while ago. Recently, in the past few months, we've talked about complacency. So, you made a change, right? And you found comfort because you rolled back into consistency. Right? But the changes kind of stopped. So, there wasn't really so much of a balance there. And that's what we typically see of people is that they, they maintain consistency in their life. They sit where it's comfortable until they have to change. It's a reactive change. And can we 100% say, using you as an example today, that your change was purely proactive or was it reactive? What sparked it? You don't necessarily have to answer that right now. I don't want to go dig into your personals, but something to brew over, right? So for us to consistently grow and develop at a rate that we want to, right, I have to find a balance, right, between the uh, comfort and chaos, comfort and change, and then comfort and, and Committing and consistency. I have to be able to be consistent enough with something to develop the skill set that I need to fully own that 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 skill, that job, that relationship, whatever it may be. But I have to be comfortable with change too, because steps have to be made to develop. Uh, so there has to be a balance. Now we get complacent, like we talked about. I'm okay with sitting in the same house. As long as I get the same wage, and I can pay my bills, and I can live alone, and I'm not sorry, I'm not, I'm not painting you as a picture that didn't want to make it sound like I was taking a shot either. And technically, that could be me right now. I can, I can go get a job, do an X whatever, and I can live in an apartment, make just enough money to cover my bills, and have a beer on the weekend, and you know, go outside and grill burgers and dogs on Saturday evening, and say hello to Mrs. Johnson, and live that life. You and I know very well that I would go insane very quickly. Yeah. Right? Now, there's that. That's the, the typical that we see. The, the suburban mindset, right? Yeah. But then, then there's the, another extreme too, which I think is more along the lines of myself. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this over here. I'm going to be a firefighter and an astronaut and a police officer. And a, you, you have to be able to sit down and work on the skill before you make the change, right? Yeah. So am I complete enough as an as in myself to add into a relationship? Am I complete enough as a teacher? My interpersonal skills and ability to teach a subject with my students before I can even think about becoming a, a counselor or moving up to say principal or some advice administrative role, whatever the case may be. Uh, so balance, balance is where it's at. Most of us lack it. I know I lack the, the consistency piece, right? 
I know you have a harder time with the change piece, right? Yeah. And so it's it's we it's one of the things we say uh, with with my guys um, when we go to drill is uh, know yourself and seek self improvement. Really, it's a Marine Corps wide old saying, right? Yeah. Uh, know yourself and seek self improvement. So basically, it's uh, having awareness about yourself, knowing what is your weakness, knowing what makes you uncomfortable, because it's putting yourself. In the areas where you're not comfortable, that's going to help you develop. Right? So change is necessary, but there has to be a target. There has to be a focus. Right? Yeah, agreed. Drop the mic. So, um, that being said, um, thank you for that input, that insight. You know, I, I still look at you, and I'm amazed that you are the age that you are. With the things that come out. Thirteen, of just killing it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, and, I, and I say that very, very respectfully because I, I'm around a lot of people from varying ages, mm -hmm. and I know it's not just military because that's new for you. Mm -hmm. You speak from a place that's innate about about life's principles and life challenges, and that to me is, is just so refreshing and so um, uplifting. I mean, it motivates me even, and I mean, I'm an old head, so to speak. Um, don't don't start any, any jokes at that. I don't remember back in my day. Real quick for the podcast, if this doesn't get edited out, there is a free app. I don't know if you can get it on Android, but you can get it on the uh, iOS, the Apple. Platform. It is called Ham Horn. That is, ladies and gentlemen, the Ham Horn. Hit it for me one more time. That is ham, like the thing you eat at Christmas, followed by the word horn. Uh, and that is why we don't have nice things. It, no. it derails so quickly. It is a perfect to wrap it up the way Bennett said. You know, we can go in and we have these really nice, like in-depth adult conversations. But then at some point, you got to bring levity into it, and you gotta you gotta just remember how lucky you are and have fun with with but, you the know, people that are around you. And let me say this: you. you know, I think there's something about little kids mm -hmm. that we once we become adults, we forget. Because little kids understand the aspect of, I don't care how bad something is, if I can just have fun. You know what I mean? Think about it. You see kids, if they, they're running around, no, I can't go here. They're crying. They're upset. Most of us will pout until the cows come home. But the moment that kid is introduced into a different environment, a different stimulus, just like that, it changes. Mm -hmm. It shifts. And I think as adults, that change, that shift from not getting what we want and being upset to, okay, now I got it. We lose so much of yeah. what it is. So it's like, why not have fun? You know, and I, 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 to, to, to just go Bible just a little bit, when Jesus was talking with his disciples and all the little kids were running up on him and the, his disciples were telling them, no, get away, get away, get away. And Jesus said, no, 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 wait a minute. Don't, don't stop them from coming to me. He said, because unless you become like one of them, you can't enter into my father's kingdom. I don't think he was saying be, be a kid or you can't go back. You can't go back into the womb. You can't do this. I think what he was saying is unless you have that, uh, that, that, that authentic zeal mm -hmm. for the things that, that captivate you because the kids were captivated by him. 
unless you have that authentic zeal about what's captivated you, you're not going to get to the place that's, that you're destined for. Mm-hmm. And I think that as adults, we get away from that. So I thank you guys for bringing that to the table. I mean, we, we need that. We need that. And I think we need that even in our policymaking, that it's not always just serious and we, we're not just, we're not at war with each other. You know, we're, we're all in this together. We're, 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 we're one people fighting for one cause. And that's just to make this world that we live in better. Period. And it starts with us being better. So, um, and that starts by us accepting change. Yeah. Perfect way to end. So, we're signing off right now. Um, like I say, this is probably our last face-to-face pop, um, um, podcast for a while. We'll be doing it via FaceTime. Um, still the same content, but being in the room with these guys made all the difference. So, Big shout out. I'm excited about the new things that are coming in all of our lives. Yeah, I'm uh, excited right to see you fall asleep again on, <laughs> on a webcam. <laughs> uh, I did not think that that was where you were going. Coming this summer. <laughs> the <That> comatose law. Now you gotta rap it. It sound like crap it. Oh man, I lost it. All right, so so big shout out to everyone. Uh, be on the lookout for LEA Lighthouse Educator Academy. We're doing a lot of things. We're getting ready to do our own our campaign for fundraising. So look out for us, uh, educators out there. Enjoy the rest of your summer. I know we only have like two weeks left before we have to get back into it. I hopefully by now you're already back into it and you're focusing. So embrace change. Everything changes. When you stop changing, you start dying. Let's live. Have a great one.